Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of It's Not All Rainbows. I'm your host, Lindsay Goodman. I'm a certified trauma recovery coach, and I'm also a survivor of abuse in a queer relationship. I'm here to help you figure out what's really going on in your relationship to help get you out and on the road to recovery. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how abusive people can use helplessness, your helplessness, to control you and to abuse you further. Before we dive in, I will go ahead and do my struggles and successes. Um, a struggle is that, um, you know, I can't think of anything. That's good. I'm just, you know, trying to get by right now, trying to, um, I'm working a lot, trying to catch up. It's the holiday season. I think around the holidays, a lot of us kind of realize that finances are not as well as we would like them to be or full on, you know, struggling with finances. Um, cause you start to think like, you want to get this for someone, you want to get that. Or like, there's all this sales, like cyber Monday, black Friday and all that stuff. And you're like, Oh, I want this. Can I, should I, what? Um, and I'm not like buying a lot of stuff right now. So it's not necessarily that, but it's just like, Ooh, I get to this time of year and I realize that I haven't been as careful as I should be. Cause usually I come back from my summer trip I'm like, I live in Washington. I'm just in Washington and Washington's like so expensive. So stuff starts to add up a little bit. And I'm like, whoa, 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 we're not doing that. We're getting to the holidays. We're getting everything paid off. We're keeping no balances on our credit cards. We're starting to save for next summer, next year's trips, all of that stuff. So I've been working a lot. And also I'm trying to work around my son's dad's new schedule has been a freaking roller coaster, but it's kind of always been that way. So that's how it goes sometimes, um, but we're getting there. A success is that I am going home for Christmas and I'm very excited to go home for Christmas and be with my family. I don't usually go home for Christmas just because we usually spend Christmas at my son's dad's house as a co-parenting family, but this year it is going to look a little different, um, which is a little unfortunate for my son, but we're going to do it another day um, with the three of us and it'll still be fun. And we'll get to be with my mom and we'll get to go see my beautiful nieces and nephews. And I always love having my son around his cousins and that's just a couple weeks away. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Okay. Let's talk about how abusive people will use your helplessness to control you. I know I have made episodes before talking about, um, oh no, I totally forgot what I was going to say. That's weird. Um, I guess I'll circle back if I remember what the episodes have been about. I've made a hundred episodes, y'all. I just published today my 100th episode. So sometimes I can't remember what I've already talked about. Um, oh, I talk about how sometimes they'll use your either pre-established physical or mental struggles or financial struggles or whatever to control you, to abuse you, to make things worse for you or anything new that might come up within the relationship. Like if you are otherwise healthy, but then your nervous system being out of whack for so long and, you know, your, your brain starts to go, your body starts to go. And then all of a sudden you've got autoimmune disorders and all that stuff, which I should really talk about, uh, physical health problems after abuse. Um, but I have an episode about that. I, I talk about how, if you have ADHD or you have depression or you are bipolar or whatever you might have, they're going to use that to abuse you. Um, I, and, and that's going to be like sort of um, tied, like interwoven here because a lot of times they'll use those things. Like, for example, I have ADHD, so that's going to be um, an example for me where they 
create this idea of helplessness within you so that you depend on them. And if you depend on them, they get to run the show, right? If you're strong and independent and doing everything by yourself and you don't need anybody and you can do everything, whatever, you're much harder to control, right? And so that's why, that's where it gets really weird with me because I've always been very independent. I've always traveled alone. I've gone to other countries by myself. I've moved to new states without knowing anybody, run households by myself, um, you know, taking care of my kid by myself, taking care of dogs, paid the bills, done all the things by myself. And then, you know, I got into this abusive relationship and which by the way, I don't like that. We still use the word relationship and the word partner to talk about these situations because these people are not your partner and they're not, it's not a relationship, but for lack of a better word, because this is, this is the way that we talk about these kinds of situations in society. Um, I would like to say perpetrator and relationship. I don't know what I would like to call it in exchange for that. Cause again, it's not a relationship. Um, it's never, it never was a relationship, but anyway, um, they will take what you have, make it worse and make sure that you know that you're helpless, whether you already were a little bit like, yeah, when I have a partner, I really like to lean on that person. Or I always like to ask like my family for help and things like that. Cause some people are a little bit more like, yes, I need help with this. I need help with that. And some people are like, eh, I don't really need help. Some people are even like, don't help me. I don't want it, you know, extreme on that end. Um, but it's okay. Let me retrain my, let me retrain my brain here. I got a text that kind of threw me off um, for the rest of my day and I'm like, Oh no, what am I doing today? Okay. So let's say you start your relationship and you know, I just, I usually give examples of mine and it's much easier for me to talk about it. So we started the relationship, relationship. And very early on, they started making me food. They started, you know, helping me make food for my son. They started helping me with bedtimes. And I'm saying help lightly. It was more like, I'm going to take over. I'm going to control how this goes. I'm going to make sure you do it my way, blah, blah, blah. But at the time it was framed as they were helping me. And they're doing all of those things so that you start to rely on their help. They were also my childcare for a very long time because I work really weird hours and I come home late. So I need someone to put my son to bed and take care of my son and make sure he's safe at night and all that stuff. So even from the beginning, they did watch my son. They did do all this stuff. And it comes to a point where they will start reminding you that you can't even make yourself food without them, which is really weird because I was making meals and cooking and doing all that stuff throughout the relationship, feeding my son, doing all that stuff. But they'll be like, well, how are you going to stay organized? How are you going to, who makes the lunches all the time? Who helps you with the bedtime routine? You're going to be too stressed out. You're not going to be able to do that. Who's going to take care of the dog? Cause you have a kid and a dog. What are you going to do? You can't keep up with all of it. I'll just keep the dog because you can't take care of her as well as all this other stuff. How are you going to keep your job? I had text messages in my phone where they're like, you, when you come back from Indiana, when I left, you're going to, you're going to come back and you're probably going to still live with me. And I'm going to still take care of your son because otherwise you won't be able to have a job. You won't be able to have an income. You depend on me for that. You are less likely to leave. You are less likely to stay gone when someone is constantly gaslighting you into thinking that you can't survive without them. Your perceived helplessness, the helplessness that they are have created in you or fostered in you, like if you already had a little bit of it, like I said, if you already were like, no, I really do need help or it's, this is really hard and I can't, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to have a village, right? As long as it's a healthy village. It's okay to lean on trusted loved ones for support. You don't have to be the Grinch and go and live on a mountain with lots of signs that say, keep out, 
turn around, don't come near me, right? We don't have to be that, um, which by the way, perfect because it's the holidays right now and my son likes to really watch the Grinch during this time, actually year round, we love the Grinch. Um, you don't have to do that. It's okay to ask for help. But when it comes to this, like I said, it starts off like we talk about love bombing where it seems good. It seems natural that they're like, you're my new partner. Let me help make your life easier. I care about you. I want to do this, all that stuff. And then a lot of times they can pull that back very early on so that you're like, oh no, I really like the way that felt to have a help, help or person around me. Um, to have that feeling of like, we're a team. We can tackle anything. You do bedtime, I'll do the dishes or vice versa, like blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, they'll keep doing that throughout so that anytime you try to leave, they can pull that out and say, who's been doing bedtime routine for the last year or whatever. And also they'll probably inflate it big time. I do so much for you. I do whatever when really it's just once in a while. Right. Um, but they'll use that anytime you try to leave, anytime you start to say, I don't know if this is working. I think I'm going to go stay with my mom for a while. I think I can't live like this anymore. Who's going to help you? What are you going to do? I get to keep the dog. Then you're not going to be able to have a job. You're not going to do anything. And eventually when I left, by the time I left, I understood what was going on. Every single tactic they tried to pull, I saw for what it was. Like in my head, I had a label for it. And I was like, oh, stonewalling, oh, gaslighting, oh, hoovering, oh, whatever. And I knew that that was a lie. I knew that that wasn't true. I remembered, I don't talk about this a lot, um, but I remembered who I was. Um, I literally had a moment, like think Lion King, when Mufasa is like, remember who you are. And it's like, oh my gosh, like who is Simba? What's his background? Where does he come from? Oh my gosh, he's the king. He needs to go back, blah, blah, blah. Um, I really did have like a huge epiphany moment and I'm not, I'm not a king or a queen or anything like that. I'm not like I'm Beyonce or like Taylor Swift, like this amazing, whatever. It just was really like, oh my gosh, you are strong. You are smart. You are capable. Think of all the things you've done in your life, Lindsay. And you have had a lot of trauma. You have had a lot of road bumps along the way. You have been through some stuff and guess what? Each time you got up and dusted off and you kept moving, you figured out how to live without your dad. You figured out how to live without your dog that you loved that got taken from you too soon for no reason whatsoever. You figured out how to be a single mom. You figured out how to make it through college, even though you were really poor and had no money and then you had to pay it off and all that stuff. You got a degree with nobody looking out for you. You, um... You know, you have this incredible career. You, I, I literally remember who I was. You have people who love you all around the world. You've traveled. You've met incredible people who support you, who have your back, who are willing to host you in an emergency. You are important. You are strong. You are, and I know this is starting to sound cheesy, but I literally, like I said, it wasn't that drawn out, but I had an epiphany. And I was like, I'm not this person that they have convinced me that I am that can't get by without them. And yes, it looks different now. Yes, I had to figure out other ways to make my career work out. I had to figure out ways to make it work for my son to be, you know, to be with him the amount of time that I wanted to, but also to make sure that he's safe and taken care of by people who we both love and care about and trust. And I've been very lucky that I have friends who have stepped up and made that happen for me. I know not everyone has that, but 
I was able to figure out how to have a career, how to take care of my son, how to do all of that stuff. Yes, I have a village by myself without them. I did not need to come back to Washington State after leaving for several weeks and say, okay, I'm back now. Will you take care of my child? Because if I had done that, I would have been right back where I was before. They would have been abusing me. They would have been abusing my child. They would have been abusing my dog and all of that stuff. So I don't know what that looks like exactly for you. I don't know what they have told you, what they have made you believe about you, that you can't handle things, that you can't maintain a job or you can't handle finances or, you know, the kids are too much for you, whatever. You know, yeah, it's going to be a struggle. It's okay for things to be a struggle. It's okay for things to be hard. It's okay for us to be frustrated about the way that things are because life isn't always easy. A lot of us are single parents. A lot of us don't have the finances that we could or would have in another situation. Um, life isn't always going to be easy and it sucks sometimes and that's okay. We don't have to be with an abusive person who's making everything so much worse for us just because it might be hard to go the other way, to be alone or to have to um, rely on other friends and family members and things like that instead of that person. There's two hearts, the heart of staying in an abusive relationship and continuing to be abused forever, or the heart of going out into the world and trying to carve your own way and having different kind of struggles, but not while being abused on top of it. You are also much more likely to figure out alternative routes and alternative ways to live in the way that you want to live when your brain isn't melting, when you're not constantly in nervous system overdrive, you know, brain fog, you know, horrible abuse, CPTSD, whatever, you are much more likely to have more ideas when you're laying there at night or driving to work or whatever and say, hey, what if I reach out to that person? Maybe that person can help out or maybe they know someone who knows someone for childcare or maybe they know someone who knows someone for a hookup at, for a job somewhere or something like that. Whereas when you're in the relationship and they're constantly in your ear and they're constantly gaslighting you, you are much more likely to stay there and to not reach out and to not make choices. And you're not going to trust your intuition and you're going to talk yourself out of stuff and you're just going to be stuck in this horrible cycle of abuse. So I think that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that it's helpful. I hope that it's been a little bit of an aha moment for you. Um, helps you understand some of the things that you went through. I hope you're not still going through it. If you are, I'm here for you. You know that you can always find me on my website, salindigoodman.com. I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, you can do 30 and 60 minute sessions. I also have group coaching once a month. That has been quite a hit. We've had some really awesome, supportive, um, healing people in there. Um, and it's been really incredible. If you want to dive straight into that, you can just go to calendly.com slash Goodman. Um, and book your spot on that space is limited for group coaching. So if you're listening to this and you're like, mm, you want to get in, sign up now. Um, other than that, that's all I have. Um, please go do something nice for yourself. Go drink some water and I will be back next week with more.